0: Sports Professor Riccaro, and we are keeping score with an incredibly hectic week. Majors winding down in golf, not necessarily in tennis. American football beginning uh, across the pond and international football continuing. We have a number of significant events in the trillion-dollar sports business, plus a special interview with IOC President Thomas Bach that we did a couple of years ago at the Pan Am Games. But it is relevant because we realized that in less than a year, it is 2022. Tokyo Summer Olympics already. Before we start that, let's go through deal making three to one. Number three. World Cup star Alex Morgan looking to launch a female-focused media venture. She's not joint venturing with any of the major media companies, but it's one of many off-field pursuits for the 30-year-old, recently named one of Time's 100 Most Influential People. She's written a series of children's books called The Kicks and last year acted in her first movie, a sports comedy called Alex and Me. Her sponsors, Nike, Coca-Cola, AT&T, Secret, a deodorant brand owned by Procter & Gamble, all mainstream. She's not planning to launch this partnership, as we said, with any media companies that are big, but she wants to advocate gender equity and beyond with her fellow World Cup teammates. The latest venture shows how women of the World Cup can contribute to use the championship platform to speak about important issues in their lives. That's number three. Number two, a new report by MVP Index shows the NBA's latest season brought notable increases in the league's social media footprint and brand value. 132% increase, to be sure, based on the last season, 18-19. Leagues up and teams' accounts collectively generate more than $1.1 billion of value for brand partners, up 20% from $921 million in 2017 and 18. Here's a stat by comparison comparison, the NFL last season generated $343 million in brand value, the second highest social media value among the top leagues, but note the flip-flop between the NBA and the NHL, not usual. Among the various social media platforms, Instagram proved the most valuable to brands, generating about 90% of the total brand value, while accounting for only 10% of the NBA's total social media content. The NBA patch program also driving activations, with seven team patch partners among the top 25 of league's top social media activations. The smart teams activating around moments along with scores and highlights, said MVP Index co founder and CMO Kyle Nelson, also a sport business handbook contributor. The team with the most social media engagement, Warriors, 291 million, followed by Lakers, 147. That's number two. Number one, Forbes named the most valuable franchises in sports, led by the Cowboys for the fourth consecutive year. Five billion. The Yankees, 4.6. Spain's Real Madrid, in third, 4.24. Rounding out the top 10, Barcelona, 4.2 billion. The Knicks, 4 billion. Man U, 3.81. The Patriots, 3.8 billion. The Lakers, 3.7. The Warriors, 3.5. New York Giants, 3.3, and the Dodgers, 3.3. The NFL dominates the overall list with 26 teams in the top 50. A major contributor was the league's lucrative media rights deal with CBS, NBC, Fox, ESPN, and DirecTV, which saw each team's revenue more than $260 million last year. Way behind the NFL was the NBA. Nine teams on the list, eight European soccer clubs made the list, and seven MLB franchises. Cowboys owner Stephen Jones, also a sports business handbook contributor with Jerry Jones' son, credited with driving up the franchise values since purchasing the team in 1989, get this, for $150 million. And that's number one, and that's our sports business deals of the week a treat that gives us some perspective on what we're up for. We just ended the World Cup as far as a mega event and ended the Korean Olympics. And and now we have Olympic fever once again, 2020, about a year away next summer in Tokyo. And we thought it was appropriate to dust off a significant and relevant interview from IOC President Thomas Bach. He's been the Olympic president the ninth since elected in Brazil or in Rio in September of 2013, his first day on the job, September 16 of 2013, an eight-year term. He's a lawyer by trade, but an Olympic participant for the West German team in fencing, the combination of a fencer, lawyer, entrepreneur, dealmaker, is not to be missed. We did this interview a couple of years ago at the Pan Am Games in Toronto and had his undivided attention, asked him many different things, including the scandals of those years and television. Comparing his perspective today from two years ago leading into next year is invaluable. I give you Thomas Bach. One of Bach's key priorities is inclusion bringing diversity into the games and bringing the games to diverse parts of the world.
1: I'm very confident there that at the end uh, we will have uh, great games and until then uh, there is uh, not a single moment to lose. But uh, this is not unusual uh, for games. Uh, Organizing the games is a very complex uh, project and needs uh, day-to-day attention. But at the end, Uh, We will uh, see the great passion of uh, the uh, Brazilians, uh, their great passion for sport and for life. And uh, we will see an excellent uh, organization with uh, the backdrop of uh, La Ciudad Maravillosa, of this marvelous city of uh, Rio de Janeiro. So I'm uh, really looking forward to this uh, moment. And there's an interesting trade-off because you've said that it is
0: important to take the Olympic movement to places that it's never been before. But of course, that poses some intellectual, financial, and logistical challenges. How how do you you balance that trade-off?
1: I think uh, we should understand uh, the diversity of uh, the world as an enrichment. And uh, we should uh, appreciate uh, that uh, in different parts of the world, there are different perceptions of uh, what Olympic Games uh, can be and uh, should be. And this, uh, for me, is uh, one of the the fascinations of uh, uh, the the Olympic idea and uh, the Olympic uh, Games, uh, uh, that uh, you have uh, the core values of uh, these Olympic Games, uh, that you have uh, these athletes, uh, uh, the best athletes of uh, the world, uh, coming together under one roof. Uh, delivering the best uh, sport uh, the world uh, and uh, human beings can offer, and at the same time uh, sending uh, this uh, strong message of unity of uh, the world. There can't be one uh, cookie-cutter-fits-all process. There has to be some some diversity. Now, if one addition of uh, the Olympic Games would be a copy of another one. It would become quite boring uh, after the second or third uh, uh, edition. And by just uh, having such a a blueprint, we would not really reach out uh, to, uh, to, to the world. Uh, let uh, the people be uh, creative, uh, let uh, uh, each host uh, country show its culture to the world and make the world understand uh, that uh, there are different ways to reach uh, the same goal, and the same goal is uh, organizing excellent Olympic uh, Games. Interesting wrinkle in Rio. We've got rugby, we've got golf. I don't know if you're a rugby player, are you a golfer? Uh, I'm a rugby player since about uh, eight weeks. Uh, eight weeks ago, a rugby player. A quick yeah, learner. So Golfer,
0: do you, do you play golf? Uh,
1: no, not really. I, I tested it now uh, during uh, the Olympic day uh, we had in the IOC headquarters, uh, a golf uh, uh, exhibition and uh, the people were kind enough uh, to tell me i would have some talent uh, uh, but uh, i suspect I think... they probably would tell you that anyway but you got to no, keep no, no, kind what your head i'm head saying down. they were polite <laughs> enough uh, it was uh, it was maybe more polite than honest well but
0: regardless rio uh, excited about those sports how do you think they'll help the movement
1: I think uh, they will uh, put a, a very special uh, spice uh, to, uh, to to the Olympic Games, and uh, this uh, rugby sevens uh, will uh, give uh, the opportunity uh, to uh, parts of the world uh, to be on top, uh, maybe even to win medals, which uh, were not so prominently uh, based uh, there in the Olympic Games. I was. Uh, recently uh, uh, to visit in Fiji and there the the whole nation uh, is looking forward uh, to uh, rugby sevens in the Olympic Games uh, because uh, they think uh, they could win their first ever gold medal in Olympic Games uh, there. And golf uh, is uh, an extremely uh, popular uh, sport. Uh, We're looking forward to having the best uh, golfers uh, uh, of uh, the world. Uh, they're competing uh, for uh, their country, competing for the National uh, Olympic uh, Committee. And I think uh, they will make the same experience uh, as, uh, for instance, uh, the NBA players uh, did uh, some time ago, or the NHL players are making in the Winter Games. Uh, They will uh, get uh, addicted uh, to uh, the Olympic uh, spirit, uh, to uh, the uh, way of living in the Olympic village and to this Olympic competition. The bedrock of the Olympics financial success in recent
0: decades has been the top sponsor program. An exclusive sponsorship tier that's brought prestigious global brands on board as Olympic partners. As more professional athletes participate in the games, it's become impractical to enforce rules that keep them from promoting their individual sponsors. Yet still, Thomas Bach has managed to keep increasing revenue from the top sponsor category.
1: First of all, we are uh, very uh, happy Uh, to see that the top uh, program being uh, appreciated by the the business uh, community. And in fact, uh, we have uh, signed uh, just uh, recently a number of very important uh, contracts. And in all these uh, contracts, in all these negotiations, in all these uh, discussions, Uh, The Olympic Agenda 2020, uh, our strategy for the future of uh, the Olympic uh, movement uh, played an important role and uh, this, of course, is very encouraging uh, for us uh, to have uh, this commitment by the business community telling us we have uh, confidence uh, in in the way uh, you're going, Uh, we want to be part of it. We do not only want to be part of it, we want uh, to support it, we want to contribute uh, to it. Rule 40 has been a very important vehicle to protect
0: sponsors, but there is a bit of relaxation, especially with some of the individual sports like golf, where you respect sponsors who have come in with existing relationships. How do you feel about the trade-off and the relaxation
1: going ahead? I think that we have to be pragmatic. And uh, we, we also uh, have to, to appreciate uh, what uh, sponsors are doing for athletes outside uh, the, the Olympic uh, Games. And uh, if uh, you're in a situation there of uh, having athletes uh, uh, who are enjoying a sponsorship by a particular company uh, for years and, uh, and, and years, Uh, Then, uh, again, uh, we have to find a pragmatic uh, solution. Uh, So far, uh, everybody is is quite happy with this uh, compromise. Television,
0: the Discovery deal through 2024 surprised everybody.
1: How important is that deal to the future of the Olympic movement? I think it's very important uh, because uh, with this uh, agreement we will see a a multi-platform approach uh, to uh, Olympic broadcast uh, in uh, Europe uh, for uh, the first time. Uh, We will see a a program uh, uh, which is uh, directed at at youth, uh, which is making uh, use of the platforms uh, the youth is uh, attracted uh, to. And uh, we see uh, a very good uh, uh, offer for cooperation also with uh, regard uh, to uh, the Olympic uh, channel. And that means uh, that uh, then, for the first time, uh, we will have uh, Olympic sports uh, being present uh, not only uh, for uh, the 16 days of uh, glory, about uh, 365 uh, days uh, a year. So the coverage uh, will be much broader uh, than uh, before.
0: Let's talk about the Olympic channel, obviously pledged as part of the Agenda 2020. When does it start? How many homes? How can you buy it? Who's going to run it? Give me specifics.
1: Uh, (laughs) uh, First of all, we will uh, will start uh, with a digital uh, channel and and this uh, will be free. Uh, for uh, everybody who wants uh, to uh, follow. And uh, then uh, we will see, and uh, in fact uh, we're already uh, talking with uh, some of the rights holders, how we can uh, expand uh, maybe this uh, uh, worldwide digital uh, channel uh, to uh, a linear platform uh, on a national or a regional way uh this is uh, how uh, we want uh, to to start and uh, this is what uh, we are working uh, very hard for now it's been a turbulent year for international sports. In the spring, the IOC faced criticism from Sport
0: Accord, an umbrella organization representing international sports federations. Bach responded decisively, suspending recognition and funding for the group and committing to restructure the IOC's relationship with its member federations. Here's what Bach has to say about the
1: Sport Accord controversy. It, it was uh, the obvious in, in the recent uh, months uh, that... Uh, the, the uh, member federations or former member federations of uh, Sport Accord had a very different view from the role uh, Sport Accord, uh, should play. Just to give you an idea, you know, in the past, uh, uh, we were uh, subsidizing uh, Sport Accord and paying for a program uh, in uh, the anti doping. Uh, So uh, what uh, the the uh, IFs agree and and we are ready to do is, rather than uh, paying others uh, uh, then to do the work, uh, why don't we offer it uh, directly and keep uh, the direct contact with the international federations? You've remarked about
0: FIFA, where it's been, where it's going, a painful restructuring process, it may need to be transparent. Where does FIFA go?
1: No, this is up to FIFA to Clearly, decide. I think you expected yeah. uh, this uh, the answer, and um, uh, but uh, we uh, have our own experience in in the IOC. Uh, there, uh, we had a, a really uh, tough uh, restructuring uh, period about 15 years ago. Uh, now, with Olympic Agenda 2020, uh, uh, we have uh, adapted uh, there, uh our organization. Our governance uh, to uh, the latest uh, standards uh, of uh, good governance in in, in many uh, respects, I'm sure uh, that uh, there uh, FIFA uh, will uh, find a way uh, to uh, restructure. Uh, will uh, find a way uh, there uh, to. Uh, introduce uh, steps uh, that the IOC has introduced already a long time ago, uh, uh, speaking about term limits, uh, for instance, uh, the, the age limit, and, uh, and others more. But the context
0: of important, tangible identity or indicators of corruption reform, very important to you as well as you move forward, Correct.
1: No, what uh, we have to do is uh, to put uh, all uh, the, the instruments in, in, in place uh, to uh, have uh, the best possible uh, prevention uh, that with regard to corruption. Uh, this is uh, what uh, the, the IOC uh, has done. Uh, we have uh, very strict rules uh, with regard, uh, for instance, uh, for uh, candidatures uh, for Olympic Games. First of all, the the whole session is electing uh, the host city. Uh, Secondly, the IOC members uh, cannot visit uh, candidate uh, cities. Uh, Presentations are very uh, limited and so on and and so on. Uh, We have uh, adapted our organization uh, following the the advice uh, also of uh, NGOs like Transparency International, like uh, experts uh, from united nations and uh, and, and others uh, so there everything uh, is in place for prevention and in case of an infringement uh, of the rules uh, for uh, sanctioning uh, this the continental oriented games commonwealth
0: games asian games pan american games positive for the
1: overall olympic effort uh, if uh, they are well coordinated, uh, the, then it, it can be uh, positive uh, for, uh, in particular, for uh, the, the continents uh, there. And uh, this is another effort uh, we are undertaking uh, in the framework of Olympic Agenda 2020, uh, there to have a more concerted uh, effort. Uh, Uh, to look uh, into uh, the yearly schedule of uh, uh, sports events and uh, to try uh, there uh, to avoid uh, duplications uh, and uh, to uh, safeguard uh, also the interests of the athletes in in this uh, respect uh, for not having uh, too many uh, important uh, competitions in a short period of time.
0: In 2012, the USOC and the IOC signed a revenue-sharing agreement that was seen as an important step in repairing a long-standing rift. Since the two sides resolved their financial issues, they've also made considerable progress in other areas of cooperation. So I asked Thomas Bach how he sees the IOC relationship with the U.S.
1: I think it has improved a, a lot. Uh, we we see with uh, the now not so new anymore, but uh, still new leadership in the uh, USOC, uh, a, a very different uh, attitude. Uh, 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 USOC is uh, much more part of the worldwide uh, Olympic uh, family. They are reaching out uh, to many other national Olympic uh, committees. They are reaching out uh, to uh, athletes uh, in uh, developing uh, countries. They are reaching uh, out uh, to uh, the IOC. Uh, So this is uh, quite a change. And this uh, different approach uh, by the now leadership of uh, USOC, I think makes uh, Olympic sport uh, much stronger in the United States, uh, but uh, is also strengthening uh, the role of uh, American Olympic uh, sports uh, in the worldwide sports community. Uh, Would you agree that there's a bit more uh, international receptivity to look
0: at the bids from U.S. cities in a more positive context, maybe?
1: Uh, yes, but uh, again, I think because of this different approach, because of uh, this uh, reaching out, uh, because of this uh, the, the opening uh, up, this uh, was uh, important. Uh, this mentality change, uh, from, from my point of view, was uh, much more important than anything else. Let's talk about Agenda 2020 for
0: a couple of minutes, sweeping changes, covering every aspect of the Olympic movement. What are you most proud of about
1: 2020? That uh, we uh, achieved uh, this uh, change uh, and we achieved it with a unanimous uh, decision because we had to convince uh, people that the change uh, was necessary and change was uh, necessary now. If you look at the Olympic Agenda 2020, it's uh, the clear message that uh, the International Olympic uh, Committee is uh, ready to take uh, the challenges of uh, the future uh, on, is uh, ready uh, to answer the questions of the youth, uh, is ready to answer the questions of uh, uh, society. And is not uh, just uh, managing the next edition of uh, the, the Olympic Games, but is really trying to look uh, the 15, 20, 25 years ahead.
0: You're obviously prepared and unafraid to tackle the hard questions: uh, doping, sexual orientation, all of those issues.
1: I, I think you, you cannot uh, I- ignore uh, the just uh, questions and uh, and uh, challenges. You know, sport, I think, uh, for many years, uh, in in particular in in, in Europe, um, had uh, the problem uh, that uh, you would say sport has nothing uh, to do with uh, politics, uh, that means with the rest of society. Uh, Sport has nothing uh, to do with money. This was already wrong for the ancient games uh, 3,000 years ago, and it's even more wrong Uh, today. Sport uh, today is an important part of uh, society. You cannot ignore uh, the questions being put forward by society that you cannot uh, ignore the challenges society at large is uh, facing. So uh, therefore, at the end, these questions were not uh, difficult. It was just uh, uh, logic and necessary to try to find an answer to them. You're
0: changing the world at breakneck speed. You're protecting the Olympic
1: movement. Are you having fun? Yes. Uh, sport uh, is always uh, also about uh, joy in life. You know, uh, there the sport is uh, is a very positive component of uh, of our life. is a uh, is a real enjoyable uh, task uh, the, because uh, you can do something uh, for for the athletes uh, and uh, also for, for the athletes of the future.
0: Thomas Bach was uh, an interview that I was honored to do and you could see how significant and multi-talented he really is as well. Let's look at the top sports business tech issues for the week. First, the Fortnite World Cup appointed IMG to manage distribution and media production. The Epic Games event held July 26 and 28 at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City, the tournament featured several separate events including the Creative Championship, solos and duos finals, the celebrity pro am. The total prize pool 30 million, the winners of both the solos and duos taking home a top prize of 3 million each. IMG delivered all content via an encoded stream from its IMG studio production facility in the UK. Sport24 Extra, IMG's in-flight sports channel, also presented the Fortnite World Cup live during international flights on select airlines, bringing IMG media on board, smart move for Epic Games, eventually allow them to reach a multitude of worldwide audiences on social media and even in the sky. The PGA Tour adds DraftKings as its daily fantasy sports provider in a multi-year partnership. DraftKings offers a DFS golf game where contestants in most US states can wager real money to compete for cash prizes. The typical game setup requires participants to submit an entry fee and choose a fantasy roster of 6 players for each tournament while staying within the guidelines of designated salary cap issues. The new partnership began during the FedEx St. Jude this last week, with the PGA Tour related prizes to be added to the cash offerings available to top finishers. The tour also makes available real-time video highlights of rostered players for DraftKings participants among other specific content offerings. Similar to video offerings now available around other fantasy leagues. And by moving golf into the DFS format with DraftKings, the sport may be able to pick up new and younger fans who wage on live tournaments, certainly another good move, and that's your Sports Tech Minute. Finally, the Power of Sports Minute, MLS weekend All-Star in Orlando this week. In Orlando City FC, MLS's philanthropic group rolling out a slate of community-based initiatives in the Orlando area for the All-Star game. That's the MLS philanthropic group, as well as the Orlando City one. They offset a portion of greenhouse gas emissions associated with All-Star Week. The MLS purchases 2,600 carbon offsets from a clean cook stove project in Africa. Supporting the Orlando City Foundation's commitment to urban agriculture, MLS will invest in a community garden as part of the MLS Works and Target All-Star Community Day. And in partnership with Fleet Farming and their Edible Landscape Service, a garden will be installed at Neptune Middle School. MLS will also provide funding for South Street Urban Farms Education Program in the Paramore area of downtown Orlando. The charity arm of MLS will also team up to combat hunger and support the Special Olympics as the MLS All-Stars take on La Liga's Atletico Madrid. Then finally, Wasserman Media Group launched the collective with a million dollars for women in sports. They unveiled the program a couple of weeks ago, but utilizing the full reach of Wasserman, they support business and and event uh, campaigns for clients. The foundation grant recipients are women's sports and events and the Los Angeles' Evolve Entertainment Fund. Currently, Wasserman represents 56% of the women's national soccer team, 26 WNBA players, and a number of women Olympians who have a total of 37 gold medals since 2010, representing some of the top women in sports, such as Megan Repeat, Abby Wambach, Mia Mia Hamm, and Katie Ledecky. Wasserman Media Group has furthered its commitment to increasing the prominence of top female athletes, and clearly others are involved as well. That's your Power of Sports Minute. What a busy week in sports, and we'd certainly like to thank Thomas Bach for giving of his time and giving us perspective. And we'd like to thank you for listening and watching and join us once again next week when we keep score. Thanks for listening to this edition of Keeping Score. Assistance provided by Carlos Swadek, Tanner Simpkins, Reuters Digital. I'm Ricaro. Thanks again for listening. See you next time on Keeping Score.